This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Total Lawn. Total Lawn provides scientifically engineered lawn care products to homeowners, hobbyists and lawn care professionals. Their range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green and moss free all year round. I use Total Lawn products for my customers and on my own lawn and I think you should too. The team at Total Lawn put quality above anything else when they're producing their lawn feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best lawn possible. Try Total Lawn today at totallawn.co.uk and use code JROCKLAWNCARE at the checkout to receive 10% off your order. Total Lawn are so confident with their products that you can use them on your lawn and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totallawn.co.uk and transform your lawn. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rocks Lawn Care Gardening Podcast. This episode is titled Stand In Your Ground and it is episode number 24. Okay, just to hit the elephant in the room right here. As I'm sure you've just noticed, we now have an ad at the very beginning of this uh, of these podcasts, and it is with Total Loan. So just to give you a little brief explanation about this, I've been using their products the whole of this year before I've been affiliated with them, uh, just because you know I highly believe in the products. I feel highly aligned with them, and it, quite frankly, it's just been a natural progression to sort of them coming in and sponsoring the podcast and the YouTube, and quite frankly. It's only because I am so aligned with the products that this has happened. You know, I'm never going to push anything down your throat or anything like that or try and sell anything that I do not believe in. I can promise you that now. And with Total Loan, it's just natural, like I say. Anyway, going on from that, this whole episode is about standing your ground. And, you know, it's this time of year where we're nearing the sort of last cuts that you might have if you're predominantly a lawn care company or at least do grass cutting throughout the year. You know, what's strange though, because we're hitting towards November now, and the temperatures have still been, even up in the north of Scotland here, 13 degrees onwards. Now, I'm sure I used down, you know, I asked this question on one of the groups, and some years are still saying it's around 15 degrees where you are, you know, down Cornwall way, all the rest of it, and it's just crazy. I think, by the looks of it, it's going to be relatively mild through the days, not so much the nights, all the way up until more or less December time, so you might find that you're still doing trickling away on some last cuts until December, and on this, I've been telling people that, you know, I've done two last cuts so far, and that was this week. And I've been telling the customers there, I think this is the last cut. We've made it the last cut. But, you know, if in a, I don't know, several weeks' time, three, four weeks' time, you notice that the grass has still got a good bit of growth to it, feel free to get back in touch with us. And I'll simply pop back and do a further last cut, shall we call it. So, and I think this is key because as we're noticing with the world, and just with growth in general, it's just getting strange. It's just continuing, and like like I've said, you know, there's plants that are blooming sort of out of natural routine and all the rest of it. So it's just keeping on top of that and almost staying flexible with your clients and letting them know that you know if they still need your services come you know end of November, December time, then you're still there to offer them. And I think it's quite key uh, because otherwise they might go somewhere else. Quite frankly, but it is just a key thing to offer out and just make them aware that. You're there to help them whatever the month. That's if you offer that. Personally, that's what I do. So, yeah, standing your ground. Standing your ground with the clients is in your business is 
a key thing. I think, you know, there's certain pillars in your business where, you know, form that structure of how you want to push out your services and how you want to be seen, not just by competition or by customers, but just across the industry as a whole, especially if, you know, you're through social media and you've got eyes on your business, whether that's in a small town or a big city. And this one comes from actually, funny enough, a barber shop that I go to. Uh, they actually posted this picture on Facebook. It was earlier on in the week and it really got me thinking to how prices can really rock up from things like cancellations, right? Because, you know, we're, we're at that point of the year where it happens throughout the season with some clients anyway. But definitely towards the last cut, I think sometimes clients think they've got the last say on when it happens. And you need to sometimes have other things in place where you protect yourself to be fair and what it was this post that they put up it was sort of a breakdown it was so this uh, barber shop they take all their bookings through like an online app so it's all there's no sitting way anymore it's basically you go into this app you book your time slot and it's slotted out for 20 minutes so you literally rock up you might be waiting a minute or two while they you know clean the floor change the chairs over and that's it you straighten the chair you get your hair cut and you're off ski so you know Perfect, it's the way I like it. And the breakdown was something along the lines of if they get X amount of cancellations per week, it develops into this per month, it develops into this amount per year. And I just want to push this across to you in sort of a gardening sort of case, just to give you an idea, because until you see it laid out like this, you don't really, it's hard to see the full effect of it sometimes in person, case by case basis. And this is how I want to break it down here. So just let's imagine you get two cancellations per week at £30, right? So these are the customers that go, they look outside the windows and they go, I don't think it's screwed too much, you know, it's not worth that amount of money to have a cut. I'm happy enough looking at it the way it is, okay? And to put it this way, two cancellations per week at £30 each is £60, right? Over a month period, that's £240 a month you're missing out on as a company, as a person, out your child's pocket, you know, food off the table, holidays away, £240 a month. Let's just say there's seven months in the season, right? April, October, let's say. Yes, you might do some cuts in March and you might do some in November. So it could actually be longer than this. But that would be £1,680 if two clients per week looked out the window and went, not happy with getting that cut today. I'm not too fussed. Now, it's sometimes easy to go, oh, well, it's hectic. I'm busy anyway. I'll forget about it. But look at that, you're missing out between 1500 and two grand. Depending on your prices, depending on the property, it might be slightly more, slightly less. But this is just for argument's sake. Somewhere between 1500 and two grand a year, you could be missing out on letting this slide by just going, yep, yeah, no worries, like, don't worry about it this time round. And after me seeing that the other day, it just kind of, it got stuck in my head. And then as of recently, lo and behold, the client's gotten in touch and said, you know, looking outside, I don't think it's worth the cut. I don't, like, I'm not fussed about paying that X amount of money for this. Can you just come back in a further two weeks' time? Now, just to give you a general perspective, it's not the first time the client's done it. And equally, in the past, I've went, yeah, that's no problem. I'll see you in two weeks. And my rule of thumb on this is, if you want to cancel your appointment, it's got to be within 14 days. So if you cancel it, if I go to your house and cut your grass today, and you're away on holiday in two weeks' time, and you're not fussed about it, then you need to tell me on this previous cut. You need to tell me when I'm at your house now, and that's just so I can literally, well, plan someone else in, quite frankly. You're going to move someone else from that gap that you're now missing. If someone else rings you up within the next two weeks and says, look, Sam, uh, can I get a grass cut? 
it's in England, the last one before winter, you've got space to slot it in, you know what I mean? Or, I mean, I've got some hourly properties as well. It's also so you can maybe turn around to them and say, oh, I can offer you an extra hour now this week. And you can make your money up somewhere along the line. And this is just the case with it. It's the fact that this has happened. And I never really put two and two together on how much it can actually all add up. So this time around, I had this anyway. They've turned around, they said they're not fussed about it. And I've basically turned back to them. And I've literally sent them this layout. So I've done the equation I've just told you now. And I says, like, please understand, this is how it works out. I'm a business at the end of the day. I can do this cut. If you're not happy after that, as in you think it doesn't need any more, then we'll do the cut now and then you can cancel the next appointment in two weeks' time and you can call this one your last cut of the year. But I can probably guarantee if the temperature stay the way it is, it's going to probably need a further cut in three, four, five weeks' time. But it's just making your customer understand that it's fine to cancel it now if you want, but you need to give me that two weeks' notice because I need to, for me, for my business, for my family... I need to be able to move things around in more than enough time so that I can make things happen. And you're not a bad person for doing this. You're not, you know, some terrible person that's money grabbing or blah, blah, blah. It, You know, it's a, an agreement that you've got. It's like having a window cleaner come out and go, you know what, my windows look fine today. Come back in two weeks' time. It's just in these sort of businesses where you're on repeat custom, there needs to be something in place where you have that bottom figure. So, you know, some people might go 16 cuts a year or... You might take on a commercial contract and it might be 14 cuts a year. And that's what it is. It's cuts per year. And I think, honestly, what I'll go into next year, what I'm going to kind of talk about soon, is I'm probably going to have a minimum amount. Anyone that I take on at the start of the season, I'm going to send out a new sort of, maybe a contract, maybe just more of an, an info note, that if you take on my services in 2022, we will be drawn to you know 16 cuts a year. If any cuts that have been missed out by the end of that year you'll be charged the remain, remaining cuts. You know, there's so many bits that can go on with that and agreements and, you know, you could you could skin a cat in many ways in that regard, okay? So it doesn't need to be one way, but some way, shape or form, I'm going to put it in so that, you know, as long as it's not extreme circumstances or they've had something go wrong with family or they've got builders in to do something where they can give you enough notice, that's fine. But let's just say it all is fair and well then you need to be matching your minimum amount of cuts. Because I think it can be far too often that this sort of thing happens and there's only one person out of pocket and that's you offering the service. So yeah, when I recently had this, I decided, you know what, I've let it slide before and with other clients and I need to start putting this into place. Now, I've always had this two-week cancellation. That's not a new thing. You know, anyone that I take on, it's, you know, you need to give me 14 days notice, otherwise it could be chargeable and up to sort of 50% of that cost. That's what it's been so far, and it's worked kind of fine. But I think I might actually be tying the minimum cuts into that just to be able to cover my back. So that that's where my, my head's at with it anyway. And the reason why I bring it to light is maybe you're going through it as well. Quite frankly, you might also be in the trade for 10, 15, 20 years, and you've already got your client based on a T, where you've already got rid of you know them people that do that, and you haven't had time for them. And I don't know, the 50, 100, 150 people that's on your books now might all understand how you run your business and there's never any issues. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic if that's what's happened. But from what I've seen, there's a lot of people that also listen to this podcast that are new beginners, you know, first 12 months, first few years, and they're still going through that teeth and problems. And, you know, this is just a, it's a platform for us to be able to talk about it and be able to discuss things like this and pass ideas around. So if this can help anyone then, 
you know, happy days. In fact, if you if you've went through anything like this, if you deal with this in a different way, because like I say, there's many ways to skin it, and then there's many ways to run your own business the way that you want to. So let me know. Either email me on that jrocklc at gmail.com or through Instagram direct messages. You can get in touch that way as well and we'll have a chat about it. And you know what? I'll bring it up on the next podcast as well if there's any extra notes or anything that I need to know that I can push out and help others. I think what it comes down to though is being clear and confident. With your rules and with your business, the way it's laid out, the way you run your services, it's being clear and confident. And whether that's, you know, all the problems that we have, whether that's obstacles on the lawn, animal waste. I mean, if you remember back and you've listened to the podcast for long enough, you might remember that the animal waste story that I talked about with the additional charges. And what it was is I was taking on this property. It was £30 a cut, front and back garden. And that was it as standard. The client was aware. He didn't actually live in that house. He lived down south. But it was just, you know, it just needed kept. So... He used to pay me £30 every two weeks to go and do the property. With that, there was this rogue cat, he didn't have any animals, that kept a hundred, going to the toilet on his lawn, and obviously he wasn't there to pick it up. So I, I had to notify him in advance and say, look, I've dealt with it this time because you're not here, but in future it's going to incur like a £20 service charge if I need to remove any animal waste. Either that, or I'm just going to mow around it, and you know, you end up with these big sort of circle tufts coming out of the lawn, and it looks ridiculous. So he had no problems with this. He totally understood where I was coming from and all the rest of it. And he says, look, that's fine, Sam. Go ahead with it. Um, if there's animal waste, just clear it, put it in the bin. And, you know, we'll charge it at £50. I'm happy with that. Because he was never there, this cat made me a small fortune of, you know, <laughs> constantly going into this garden, doing his bit or her bit. And, you know, I was getting £50 for what was a £30 loan. And it was taking two seconds of my time. But that's one thing I implemented, I had in place to cover my back and, you know, the client was aware of it. So if it's not any of them two things, you know, whether it's cuts or the amount of visits you do per year or, you know, I think the main thing is, is you've got to take away that assumption factor. Now, whether you've heard of this or thought of this, I don't know, but it's taking away the power of the client being able to assume what happens next. It is dangerous, not for just for you, but for your business. And for also your client and professional relationship, because there's many times where if you haven't explained all this, you may get into some form of disagreement of, well, I'm right because of this. You haven't said that. I wasn't expecting this payment. I don't owe you this. You don't, you know what I mean? And it can go on and on and on and on. And it's all down to one thing, really. And that's your client assuming that this is fine or I don't need to pay that. And the only way you can really avoid that is being, as I've said before, clear but also confident with the rules in your business. Don't be afraid to say, this is how I run it. And it might come to the stage where you might lose clients through this. You know, they, they might not expect that. They want to save every penny they can get. Trust me, I understand it. You know, we, we've all got families at home. We've all got mortgages or rents to pay. And that's that's fine. You can see where it comes from. But by you being clear, confident, and having these rules in place and taking away any form of assumption that, oh, well, I, I thought you've done a free fertilizer every year. That You know, the last garden I did, you know, you need to be having on your terms and conditions when you first take on that client that that isn't the case. You've agreed to 16 cuts per year. You know, this comes with a cut, strim, and edge, and that's it. That's the package you've taken on. And I think on the back of this, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to come up with set 
uh, set programs, packages that they can take on as a client for my services. So it's there in writing. You took on, you signed up for this bronze standard, silver standard, gold standard, whatever it might be. And this is, you know, laid out. This five bullet points is what you get with that. And, you know, it's it's putting out something where you're not going to get much fallback, where you can say what your services are and there not be any disagreement or likes thereof. I just think it's something really important, especially around this time of year where, like I say, with the last cuts, people may assume, oh, I'm done for the year, the grass doesn't need any more. Oh, well, excuse me, Mr. Smith, you've actually agreed to three more cuts than what we've done. So, you know, that's an extra £90 that you may have to pay on your end bill, you know, and it's up to them, quite frankly, and you're not in the wrong for doing that. Now, what I would say is use this time to promote extra services through winter, just on the back of this year. Things like whether you're giving your last notice, you know, some people knock on the door and make sure they have that verbal chat. Some people like to do it via email. Some people put a post-it note through the door saying, you know, last cut, thank you for taking on my services. Then that's all fine. But on doing that, you don't just need to disappear off the face of the earth. If you offer other services, then that's also the time to do it. So you're not just saying goodbye, see you in March. It's that's the end of grass. You know, I also offer this whole range of other services that you can pick up on if you choose to do so. Whether that's power washing, you know, winter applications. For example, I've talked about in the past, uh, Total Lawn do that winter fertilizer that's getting released midway through this month, I believe it is. When that happens, I'm already trying to sign up clients now saying, you know, December time to put down one of these applications of the winter fertilizer. And what it's going to do is it's just going to help the lawn through winter and bounce back in spring a whole lot quicker. By looking into things like this, you know, you can, the way the weather's going, the fact that we're not getting, you know, five foot of snow at the start of December anymore, you know, it's not 15 years ago. Um, there is other ways that we can continue to offer services now. Uh, whether it's, you know, them two things there, or while you've been cutting the garden, there's that overhanging tree branch that keeps smacking you in the face, and it needs pruned up slightly, or it might be the shrubs underneath the back windows that's covering the view from the kitchen. You know, you can look at these things and almost start to estimate jobs and, you know, put things in the back pocket. So when it comes to this time of year, you can then offer it back to the client and say, I've noticed this, this and this. You know, we can still fit this in throughout winter if you choose to do so. And I think that's sort of key. And there's many ways, like I say, you can say that. You can do it with a knock on the door, a leaflet through, or even, you know, not forgetting emails. Now, personally, I use a program called MailChimp. I don't know if any of you have heard of it, know what it is, anything like that. But it's a fantastic asset to have within your business. And what it is, is MailChimp is this domain program application where you can, or it allows you to send emails in bulk to those that have allowed you to use their email. Now, I put the, the focus on that. They need to allow you to use their email. So if they haven't done that already, then maybe give them a message and say, do you mind if I put your email on my system and, you know, I can send you offers, promotions, whatever it is. They need to agree to that in order for you to, you know, start pushing out services via email. Anyway, what it does is, well, personally what I do is every time I take on a new client, I sort of ask them if it's all right to keep the email on file. I'll send you invoice through that as well as, you know, offers and all the rest of it. So more or less every new customer I have, whether it's a repeat or a one-off, then it means that, I've got their email on file, so when I want to start pushing out things or even just generic information, I've also already got this, you know, this bank of emails that I can push out to and, you know, 
sort of trying to sell my services to. They're already like warm clients. If you've ever heard of that, a cold client would be knocking on the next door neighbor and saying, I cut the next door's garden, you know, can I, do you require any services? A warm client, they might have used you before, uh, so they're already in the mix, they already know about you, and your hot clients are probably the ones that you're already servicing right now, and you know, you're coming to do your last cuts, and then you're offering other services too. Okay, they're already, you know, inquiring and asking about these sort of services. So with MailChimp, you can make something on Canva or whatever it might be and actually push out an email campaign. Now this is totally free up to like, you know, I think it's a few hundred email addresses or something like that. Uh, and you just stick them all in, you create whatever your email wants to be, all with the, the same heading, all the rest of it, and you push it out, it'll send them to it or to everyone that you've selected. And from that point there, it'll show you things like the open rate of the email, uh, how successful it's been, basic analytics quite frankly of how well that emails campaign has done so it tracks all this information for you so it could be a number of things of what you're actually trying to push out so whether it's the services that you're doing this year or new ones next year or just even rule changes it's just a fantastic opportunity to be able to quite frankly reach your clients that you've already got or had them had in the past and relay new information to just remember though stand your ground with it you might even lose some clients through it but it's all about sort of getting the finer clients that you need. Just keep your professionalism and your integrity with your rules. More or less just staying consistent throughout the whole thing and you really can't go too far wrong. Keith Kalfas used to say this term all the time and it's grow the top as we dissolve the bottom. And quite frankly what it means is you get rid of everyone at the bottom as you're trying to expand top, you know, them upper clients, the people that you actually want in your business and you're trying to push that forward. So just remember that. Anyway, bit of a short podcast this one but I'm just going to leave that one with you. Uh, I hope you have an amazing weekend and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care.